one year, one year. Two words that I write with tears running down my cheeks. One year since the passing of dad. A year that is difficult to put into words. I still can't. Today, directly from Sweden, just a few words to you, my dear listener, about my grief process. And by the way, listen carefully and you will hear all kind of different birds. <laughs> Crows. Nightingales. I'm sitting on the balcony at six o'clock in the morning, Monday morning, and the horse is not far away. And it's pure bliss to listen to all this. Welcome. Hi, I'm Anna Yelen, also called the Time Expert. Last year, I experienced loss in a big way. The death of dad, and on top of that, the breakdown of my relationship. The entire portion of grief. Luckily, sometimes my creativity or my urge to write takes over, and I can explore the different phases of grief like a professor would do with an experiment. I'm almost freed from the burden of grief for a very, very short period. But the fact is, it's never gone. It's like a veil that has wrapped my heart. I know I should be thankful for the time I had with that. And oh, believe me, I am. I know I should be thankful for being able to have said goodbye to him. And I am. I know I should be thankful for so many things. And I am. But the void is there. I don't know how many times I have googled the words the process of grief in the last year. On and on and on. My silent cries for orientation. I wanted tools to navigate myself out of it. I tried to understand where I was, finding direction. Yes, finding the way out. And there were moments where I almost couldn't bear the pain. I know, I am and have always been a strong woman. Nothing could shock or stress me. So I understand that some people, including my husband, were surprised to see me that way. To see a sad Anna, a very sad Anna. Something one wasn't used to. Me, the least. I am the person who had and still is learning to live with this side of mine. And one day, not long ago, I asked my grief counsellor in despair, how long is that taking? I don't want this. I don't want to feel that way anymore. This dull and numb feeling I often feel. I could even say, objectively viewed, if the grief process has seven boxes, I have ticked two of them. Two out of seven, for God's sake, how long will I be grieving? Her answer is clear. There is no timetable for grief. 
It is not a linear process, but an ongoing process and a highly individual and complex experience. Everyone's grief journey is unique and still we find support and comfort in hearing others talking about their grief. We are not alone. I mean, just imagine, everyone will be confronted with loss. I have met so many people in the last year having lost someone they've loved. And I'm shocked by how society keeps trying to sweep it under the carpet. Oh no, it's too depressing, let's not talk about grief. And what shocked me the most was that after one year, I sometimes feel I should be further along. And that I almost feel ashamed to still have those very dark moments of grief. We often get that misunderstanding, like after a year we shouldn't be as sad anymore as in the beginning. That's an illusion. Pain and sadness will change, but the void is vast. Dad's absence is an abyss. I miss him every single day. I've heard from someone that this feeling will not be taken away. That's grief. Different for all of us. Special for everyone. Some people understand and some people don't understand. Some listen, others who will give advice, some say nothing. Grief can be a very uncomfortable department for many of us. And I understand because we don't learn much about grief in our culture. We don't learn how to react when others are in grief. We don't learn how to talk about grief. We don't learn to console Grief isn't something we quickly speak of. It's something we tend to hide. And as there is and will be a time when we will grieve, a guaranteed experience, it shouldn't be taboo. That's also why I created Hidden Grief. Hidden Grief. Because last year, next to my loved ones, my creativity saved me. And one of the projects of last year was Hidden Grief, a black and white photography exhibition, including an audio guide providing insight into the stories behind the photos. Short stories about the different emotional levels of grief. I like it. I like it a lot. And I am looking for art galleries or companies interested in hiring for that exhibition, just for your information. When this episode is published, my sister and I will be on our way to Stockholm. In my next episode, I will tell you more about this memorable trip where I, where and why I am a guest on a very famous Swedish podcast show. And yes, we will also be talking about grief because what this young woman has experienced is horrible. She lost her twin sister only 35 years old, to cancer this March. I'm sure it's going to be a particular conversation. 
So yes, I know, life goes on. There was the life with that, and there is now the life without his presence. Still my biggest struggle indeed. And I know that there is a reason that he had to go. As Dad said a few days before he passed, I'm needed somewhere else. (laughs) I'm happy if someone gets the benefits of his wisdom and wit. And I know that grief is a good teacher. I must be a bit more an attentive pupil, less rebellious, show up more often. I also know that there is more than what we see. I believe he's here somehow. I think that our energy can never go away. I also know there is so much more that I don't know about. Luckily, how I admire the cultures that celebrate death, that grow up with different beliefs, where death is different. But I have always been on a good path, if we speak about our limited time. How often did I say, congratulations, you are still alive, meaning... We should celebrate every day we have. This is life. It's today, not tomorrow. It's now. And now I also understand that there are days, weeks and months when it's challenging to feel and live it. But the important thing is to have some islands in everyday life that feel like medicine. Something that gets you out of it for a moment, just a moment. For me, it was being with my family and friends, creativity, nature, and yes, speaking with pros, the ones who have those one or two or more sentences that soothe you for a while. And then, Another thing I discovered and want to tell you about, in times of sorrow, there are miracles. I'm pretty sure that those miracles happen to keep us on our feet, to keep on going. Yes, always keep your eyes open for miracles. One of mine is called Marina Amalia Diaz Yankomai. A beautiful woman from Argentina, she wrote an email to me last year saying that the messages I share with my readers and listeners and participants are essential and that she wanted people who only speak Spanish should also benefit from my podcast. So long story short, she said, let me translate 10 episodes and let's see where it will take us. And the first one was published last week. Go and check it out if you speak or want to learn Spanish. It's called Tiempo de Escucharte. My dear ones out there, take care of your loved ones and friends. Well, I mean, when I say loved ones, I mean family and friends, all in one. 
because one day they might be gone. <laughs> one day they will be gone. Or one day you will be gone. Or one day they might sit next to you, hold your hand and keep you over water before drowning. They will be there to say goodbye. You will be there to say goodbye. And you will be happy that they are there for you and with you. I have no words to describe my gratitude for my loved ones who were and still are there next by my side. Mom and my sister Siri, my sister's partner Chris, who was and still is a rock in the surf. And all my lovely friends. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, my heart just jumps thinking of you guys. <laughs> well, that's all for today. Just a few words for this anniversary. I can't really call it anniversary. The one year thingy. In the next episode, I will be back with my advertisement. But uh, in this episode, it felt like being like it is right now, without disruption, just the birds. And now, go out and celebrate the life you have. I'm sending you Lots of love from Sweden. Until next week, back in your ears. Take care. Bye-bye.